I grew up catering with my mom. She would cater and I would be the server. And so I knew how people felt about her biscuits. I was always receiving the accolades and people would say, where can I buy these? And I say, you can't because they're my mom's and she won't make them unless you hire her to cater a party. Putting that together with when I lived in New York and I worked in a sales capacity, I would pack those ham biscuits in my suitcase, take them to New York, keep them in my freezer. And like a good Southern girl, when I was trying to get a client, I would heat them up with a handwritten note and courier them over to the potential clients. And I saw that people, country ham biscuits weren't just a Southern thing. People went crazy for them. And they're like, what is this? We've never had anything like this. Callie's Hot Little Biscuit turned 16 this year. The founder, Carrie Morey, says the tender, buttery, handmade biscuits are now hot out of the oven in four Charleston locations, Atlanta and Charlotte. And there is a food truck, two cookbooks, and she's in grocery stores. Her soul-satisfying biscuits are touted by Oprah, Food & Wine, The New York Times, and dozens of other publications and network shows like The Today Show and QVC. Carrie and I became friends when her HLB was just an idea. During our phone call, she explained why building a biscuit business is no piece of cake. And she also told me why she believes everyone loves a hot little biscuit. People taste these biscuits and it takes them back to some memory or nostalgia or tradition um, that they have had at some point in their life. And to be able to uh, help somebody remember a, a loved one or a memory that um, is so, so near and dear to their heart, it's comfort food. So I knew that the internet was going to be something that we even had no idea how big it was going to be. So I came home and had a baby and uh, was watching my mom prep the biscuits one day for a catered party and with Caroline on my hip. And I said, you know, mom, you can't cater forever. We should take your best product and figure out how to package it and sell it. And she said, that is a horrible idea. Why would we do that? <laughs> I said, I think people would kill to buy your ham biscuits. And if you'll just make them, I'll market the business. I will run it. You don't have to do anything, but go and you can make them in bulk and work once or twice a month. And um, I'll run the whole business. And I had to really twist her arm. She thought it was a harebrained idea. She did not think it was a smart idea. She didn't even have email. She didn't understand the internet. She still thinks it's crazy. She still thinks, oh, my gosh, I can't believe people are buying these biscuits. <laughs> so um, she helped me start the business. She helped set up the processes in the kitchen, which was really amazing. Because I don't know that I would have done it on my own because baking was not my forte. I was more of the marketing and sales person. I love being in the kitchen, but biscuits weren't something that I made because my mom always made them. So I didn't have to make them. Uh, but she pretty much disliked the business from the start and never really, it just wasn't her thing. She didn't understand it. She didn't believe in it. And so we did part ways about three years in, but I'm so grateful that she gave me that opportunity, um, you know, and helped start the business because I probably wouldn't have taken that leap without her. And here we are 16 years later, 
you know, you have done absolutely everything from the restaurant, food truck, cookbooks, mass distribution in major grocery stores. You know, how do you move from one thing to another? Can you give me, you know, the thumbnail sketch of your progression? Well, you know, we started with the online business only because that was what fit into my lifestyle when I had at first one and then eventually three young babies. I wanted to be able to do everything that I needed to do from home and during their naps or when they were at preschool. So we started out as an online business only. And in 2005, you can imagine, we were really slow because <laughs> there weren't many people buying things <laughs> over the internet, much less gourmet handmade hand, hand biscuits. So I always tell people, if I can start a country ham biscuit business and be successful, you, my friend, can start anything. And it's just you got to believe in yourself and have a lot of gumption because most people don't even know what country ham is. So the fact that I was able to start that business and be 16 years strong is a testament to believing in yourself. And if you believe in what you're doing, anything is possible. But yeah, it started out online only and we were really slow and I wanted more. I wanted it to grow. And so I said, well, we could sell to grocery stores and, and put them in grocery stores. And then a wholesale division was born. The Hot Little Biscuit Bake Shop concept came about not because I had this desire to own a bunch of restaurants, but because I wanted to market the business. And I realized that the one bad thing about online business, and this was before Instagram, was that, you know, when you have an online business, it's really hard to market it. But I built that business plan for Hot Little Biscuit King Street based not on how much money I was going to make, but how many transactions did I need to have a day to not lose money? It was never, oh, I want to make millions of dollars at selling biscuits. It was, I want to put a face and a name with my brand and expose the online and the wholesale. Um, and it has definitely done that. How has your menu changed over the years? Well, a lot of people don't know this, but when we first opened, we were only open Monday through Saturday, and we only served hot little biscuits, the little ones. We didn't have like the big breakfast sandwich style biscuits. And we started doing bacon, egg, and cheese, and sausage, egg, and pimento on, on Saturday, maybe Friday and Saturday. And people went crazy, and they're like, well, why can I only get it on Saturday? And I kept thinking to myself, because those aren't hot little biscuits, but this is the special. And not only did we adapt to what the customers ask for and put those on the menu and add four or five other options but we started opening on Sundays which of course you can't have a biscuit restaurant that didn't open on Sundays because that's when most people want to eat biscuits is on the weekends right and and you are everywhere now you know you are in Atlanta you're in Charlotte I mean what's that like stretching your wings really really hard <laughs> if I'm being honest uh, you know I think that, that this age of social media makes it look really easy oh you're going here you're going there and you're you've got a business and what you don't see is all the struggle it, it looks so easy from this perspective but there have been a lot of challenges for you it's very hard to run a business from five hours away and I don't pretend to to say that we do it well uh, we have had many, we don't call them failures, we call them learnings. We've had many 
more learnings than we have successes with our out-of-market stores, but they have brought us some really great exposure and, you know, I, I wouldn't change it for the world, but if I were teaching a business class, the first thing I would tell people is don't open a restaurant five hours away from your first, not a smart idea, but you know, ignorance is bliss. And, um, there's been a lot of positives and we just celebrated our fifth year. So I am very proud of our Atlanta store and Charlotte is, um, you know, it's difficult too. We opened four weeks before the pandemic and had an incredible first month and things have kind of been down in the dumps since then. So I'm really looking forward to the pandemic being over and hoping that we can pull it out. I mean, I, I keep saying I'm going to write a book and it's going to be titled, You Can't Make That This Beat Up because <laughs> the, the things that happen on a daily basis, it's, it's almost comical and you have to just laugh because it's just hard to believe that you can be faced with so many problems but what it has conditioned me to do is not sweat the small stuff like anything is solvable every problem is solvable and it's really about your perspective and how you look at things and um, you can choose to be negative and say I can't do it or you can say great bring them on you certainly have received a lot of compliments in terms of People who are also successful in their respective careers. I'm thinking of Martha Stewart, Hoda, and um, Kathy Lee, all just, you know, sinking their teeth into your biscuits. Is that something you consider a, a sign of success, if you will? Oh my gosh, that is, it is a huge compliment. And I'm beyond humbled and blessed by such great accolades. But I'm no more impressed or proud of that than I am for someone like you that loves my biscuits. I mean, to me, everybody that loves our biscuits are equally important. Um, we celebrate all of those, but to, to be able to be touted by people in the media that, um, have so many people's ear is a huge honor. And I take it very, very seriously and, um, and very grateful. I think it's incredible that though people generally don't want to stand in a line, there's something special about standing in a line. Well, you know, that line, I, I love it and I hate it because I don't want anyone to wait, but it is such an honor that people will give me the gift of their time to wait in that line. And had I known when I started Hot Little Biscuit that we would have that line, I probably wouldn't have uh, opened our first hot little biscuit in an eight foot wide by 80 foot long <laughs> space that is not conducive to a full blown restaurant. And I'm still blown away seven years later, the volume that we do in that little restaurant with a 40 inch wide kitchen is hard for me to believe. But, um, you know, I, I love that they stand in the line, but what's more important to me is how, how did we do on service and how did we do on serving you the best biscuit. That is super important to me. Um, and I love that people want to experience it, specifically the flagship or first store, and love that they want to take pictures and say they've been there. I mean, there's no greater compliment, for sure. I love it. We do use the Hot Little Biscuit a lot for testing. It's like we were just talking about that in our marketing meeting last week, how we want to test um, biscuit breadcrumbs, which is something that I use in my kitchen all the time. 
to top salads and pastas. And I mean, there's just a million reasons that you need breadcrumbs in your life and biscuit breadcrumbs are even better. So Carrie, is that breaking news? Biscuit breadcrumbs <laughs> might be your new product? Well, you might just see that. That's, uh, that's on the 2022 list for sure. We're getting ready to launch. I will give you a little secret um, that's getting ready to launch. One of the products that I came up with during pandemic was um, biscuit um, monkey bread. So we ah. have made very limited edition biscuit monkey bread kits for the holidays that are getting ready to launch. And that is an insider tip. Carrie, when do you sleep? <laughs> Nowhere um, in that did I hear rest or relaxation. I mean, your schedule is pretty tight. So when do you sleep? My family will tell you as I fell asleep last night on the couch after dinner, if I sit down, I fall asleep and I'm a sleeper. So I go to bed right after supper every night. Um, my girls all make fun of me. They tuck me in. I don't tuck them in. I love to sleep and it, I think it's essential to um, sanity <laughs> and and productivity. So I have two non-negotiables with with keeping me sane is sleeping and exercise. And I can attest to that as that is how we met, dark and early in the morning in the gym. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that is right. It has been so wonderful speaking with you and I look forward to what's coming out of the oven next. I mean, it's always oh. something that tastes good and it's always good for the soul. Well, thank you for having me, Carolyn. I have always looked up to you. I think you're such an inspiration and I'm proud to call you my friend. That's it for this episode of Let's Talk. Let's Talk is produced by David Dixon and Eric Johnson. I'm the host, Carolyn Murray. We welcome your comments and advice on our podcast, so please write a review and share the link with others. Thanks again for listening to Let's Talk. Goodbye until the next time. <laughs>